I need a nail file. You got a hangnail? No. Or I just need it smooth. It's rough. You're going to snag it. <laughs> I'm going to have a snaggle too. <laughs> snaggle nail. <laughs> Welcome to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together podcast, where each week we help you identify the bullshit that's holding you back and discover the courage to take action to create a life you love and enjoy. Okay, we're back. We're back. Hello. Welcome. And we have an awesome, fun topic today, I think. I love it too. I'm excited. (laughs) We could make this really awkward, like the salty balls thing on SNL. The soup sandwich? No. Remember when she's like, sweaty balls? The sweaty balls? Except for we are going to be talking about food, but not sweaty balls. (laughs) Salty sweaty balls (laughs) so today we're going to be talking about the infamous well maybe you've never heard of it before but the shit sandwich and what is your favorite flavor of shit sandwich pick your flavor pick a flavor because you're gonna have to eat one eventually every single day so let's jump in and talk about the concept of the shit sandwich so what is a shit sandwich um basically it's everything in life that you do comes with a shit sandwich whether it's you know that one thing that you like if you see somebody doing living their best life there's a shit sandwich in there somewhere it just means the 50% of the time that life totally sucks or the thing totally sucks like the job of your dreams is going to come with a shit sandwich and so basically you just need to decide what flavor of shit sandwich you're willing to eat every single day exactly because you don't always and you don't always get to choose because sometimes shit sandwiches are thrown at you and you have to be prepared for those because even though you may want this dream life or this dream job or this dream man, there's going to be times where you're going to have to eat that sandwich mm-hmm. and it's really, and in a summary, you have to chase it down with a martini or something. Yeah, it's fine. It'll be I okay. like wine, but wine. martinis are good too. Tequila. If you're hardcore. If you're hardcore. Take that shot. Take a shot. No lime. (laughs) (laughs) I need the salt and the lime. (laughs) So basically, like, for example, I always, I always say this because people are like, you know, try, tell me more about like how this works, how I don't understand the concept of a shit sandwich. Like what if I don't want to eat a shit sandwich? What if I just want everything to be great all the time? And number one, I think that's an extremely unrealistic expectation. And that's where we get like what Christine Hassler one of my faves, would call an expectation hangover where you think everything is going to be roses and unicorns and butterflies all the time. And it ends up being, you know, you step in the shit sandwich and then you have mm-hmm. to pick it up and eat it. So um, my my shit sandwich, if I may, is uh, my job, which I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. I love all of my clients dearly and I appreciate all of them. So I just have to start out by saying that. But... And it looks glamorous, I know, because I know, like, the like I'm moving into this new neighborhood because Lindsay and I are neighbors. Yes. And so <laughs> Sandy, our neighbor across the street, she's like, oh, it must be nice to, you know, text me from World Market in the middle of the day or wherever I am. You know, some of us have to work. And I'm like, yeah, you know, flexibility and creating my own schedule and um, uh, having 
the ability to create the hours that I want to or take meetings when I want to or facilitate errands during the day mm-hmm. is a great it's a great part of my job on top of all the other things that I love about my job. But it comes with a gigantic shit sandwich. And I know like Jake is always like, oh, it's, it must be nice to be able to work out in the middle of the day. It must be nice to do that. But there are times where it completely and utterly blows ass. Yep. And it's it blows real- ass in the form of that shit sandwich that I have to take a bite out of and I got to finish the whole thing. <laughs> Because there's no one else to eat it. Because exactly. even though you wanted this job and you wanted to be yes. an entrepreneur, there's problems that come along with it, regardless of yes. what profession you chose. Always. So an outsider looking in, sure, it looks like, and Jenna does have a fantastic office. She's built this beautiful space for her to work. And, you know, I look at it, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, that would be so nice. It always looks so nice with your rose, you know, the, the it looks so good, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we have to give credit to Mark. Manson? Mark right? Manson. Mark Manson. He wrote which book? The Art of Not, not giving, giving a, a fuck. fuck. Yes. And so this is his concept. So if you go on YouTube or you look up his, he's, it's like seven something as an article. But he's the one who coined this shit sandwich thing. And it's basically, he talks about how being a writer, there's things about being a writer that completely suck. And that's what makes, so that's where the breaking point is, right? That's where the make or break people are. So the people who are not passionate about what they're doing, like in your field, Mm-hmm. Like if you can't, I'm, I'm assuming like a big part of the sucky part of your job is dealing with death it's or dealing with the, the hard the emotional, stories. exactly the, yeah. seeing the things that come through. Cause it's not always somebody who died peacefully in their sleep. Right. No. And so if you, if the passion isn't there, if the fire isn't burning inside, you're going to be like, I don't want to eat this shit, Sam. That's where the choice comes in, right? Because sometimes we don't have a choice, but sometimes we do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can be like, okay, this is not the shit sandwich for me. I need to find a different flavor. Yeah. And you may not <laughs> always be able to choose that shit sandwich, but you have the choice to eat it all. Yes. And even when you're halfway through it and you don't feel like eating the whole thing, you better eat that whole fucking sandwich because you're going to be a lot better on the other end of it. Yep. When you were choosing to be an entrepreneur, yes. what was your first memory of your first shit sandwich. You left corporate. You came yes. in as an entrepreneur. There was a lot. There had been a lot going on. You were learning a lot. You were. You had to Well, it's exhilarating, right? Because yeah. you're like, oh my gosh. That first day when you wake up and you're like, I don't have a boss. I don't have anyone who is sitting there. I don't have to be anywhere. Like I can roll into my office that long commute from the bedroom to the office mm-hmm. in my pajamas. Mm-hmm with my hair looking like a hot mess and nobody cares. But so it's a little exhilarating, but it was, I had a, I had a client that is no longer in business. Like they don't exist anymore, but, um, they, the realization, the biggest shit sandwich for that was like, okay, now I can't just like deflect to my boss. Like Mm -hmm. usually your boss, that's why a leader is a leader, right? They're the ones who take care of all the crap for the most part for you or deal with, the stuff that you don't have to deal with. So this was like me having to deal with client relations and people being mad at me or, um, so that was like kind of the first taste of it. Like having to like deal with the problems on my own instead of my boss being like, Hey, guess what? This person isn't happy with this. It's like, Hey, guess what? I'm telling you to your face. This sucks. And mm-hmm. the work you did was terrible and, or whatever. They and didn't you're like it yourself for whatever reason. Exactly. Even if it's not well, there's a like, negative situation, you have to hold yourself accountable in a different way. You have to respond to that in a very mature and like, instead of 
to my boss, I'd be like, well, that's bullshit. Like, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. I have to be like, okay, client X, I am sorry you're feeling that way. Let's, you know, you really have to like pull back and think about it. But the other thing, I think the biggest shit sandwich that I had to really, it was a learning experience too. It was setting boundaries on my time Mm. because Mm -hmm. one of my biggest clients um, at the time was very demanding of my time at all hours of the day, all the time. Weekends, holidays, evenings, 10.30 at night, I'd be getting messages and stuff. And so that really took a toll on me because I'm like, okay, I have to deliver. Like, who, you know, I have, and now I know, okay, that was a boundary that I needed to set. But at the time, that was the worst thing. I was like, what did I sign up for? Why am I doing this? This is terrible. I don't want to be this. I just want to leave work at work and come home and be, you know. Yes, yes. So that is really like, it might look glamorous. And it is sometimes, but there are times where it's like, oh, this is terrible. But you know what? Like I decide every day, it's all right. I'm willing to, you know, chase my shit sandwich with probably not tequila, probably lots and lots of coffee (laughs) instead. (laughs) But I I get through it, right? Like, and I'm Mm -hmm. sure you have like examples, like what's, what do you deal with every day at work? At work, it's it's what you said earlier. You touched on it. It's leaving work and not being able to totally check out. I manage a 24 hour operation and I have fantastic supervisors that I can rely on all the time. And it's amazing. But you also have to take a phone home. But right? my phone has to be on me and ready at all times. I can get calls at all hours of the night on the weekends in the morning. I have teams showing up for their shift at 4am and 5pm and working all through the night. So if there's something going on, I have to be available mm-hmm. and it may not be convenient. And, and I do give them a lot of credit. They usually don't bug me about stupid shit. Yeah. The minutia. But at the same time, there are just days where you just want to check out and not be bothered. Leave it all behind. And that's, that's my, that would be my shit sandwiches, especially being a new mom. It was hard for me to find that balance coming back to work and always having to be available for work and maybe not being able to give myself to my husband, my ch- my daughter, and then my, my friends and me. Mm-hmm. That was, I struggled. It was really difficult. And that was part of a shit sandwich I had to eat being a new mom. Yeah. Holy oh, cow. Oh yeah, that's a whole different thing. So we're talking about work, but like life. We said in our intro podcast, and we'll probably say this a million times, life sucks ass 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some things that it's life tax that you can't get out of or you, it's what I call life tax and it's like, oh, you know, shit keeps breaking or, you know, it's like when it rains, it pours, that kind of thing that's completely beyond your control. Mm -hmm. But there's things that you choose in life. Like having a child. Like having a child or getting married or having friendships or whatever it is. You know, there are some friendships that come with a gigantic shit sandwich that you're like, you know what? this isn't serving me anymore and I don't have to eat this. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do this. Like this isn't a problem I'm signing up for. And it's so great that you said that because there are some things with your job. If there are too many, if you're, if you have to, if you're just too many sandwiches and you're stuffed, you can leave. You have the choice to leave. You have the choice to end a friendship that doesn't serve you. You have a choice to even end 
a, a marriage, or, you know, I, I hate to say that, but something that doesn't serve you, that's just too much. But there are things where you can't give it up. You can't give up being a parent. No. And I say, if you buy a dog, you can't give up on that no, dog. No, you cannot. Absolutely not non-negotiable. You, you cannot give up on that dog. You took a commitment to take care of something and, yes. and you should do that. I'm a, I'm a mom, but I'm also a huge dog lover and Jenna is a dog mom and mm-hmm. I love, I love little, our little fur babies more mm-hmm. than anything too. So yeah, dogs are way better than people <laughs> in my opinion. That's why I work with dead people. Yeah, that's true. They don't talk back and neither do dogs. They don't. They're the best. My baby's teething right now, and it's a, today was a hard day, but she's pretty great. <laughs> You've I had love, a couple I of I love the days. shit out of her. She's so cute. She but, is adorable. Um, going back to work and talking about shit sandwiches, everyone has to be mindful. Even if you get overwhelmed, when you're able to conquer that issue, that struggle, and it may not, you may not have a solution right away. When you're able to conquer that, you're going to feel so good coming out on on the other end of that. And when you're able to conquer your issues and even if you fail, even if you feel like you failed, like mm-hmm. it could have gone better, that's okay. Yeah. That is okay. But you're going to change that. Well, that's how you learn. And you're going to learn and it's going to be better next time. You can't just like, I, we have, and I can't, I'm, I'm going to butcher this now, but it's, it's on my letter board and it's something like, you have to be a beginner before you can be anything else. And mm-hmm. it's funny because we always try to do things perfectly or whatever and you do fail and then you get down on yourself and then whatever. But it's like, no, you might not succeed in that that shit sandwich hill you got to climb mm-hmm. up or eat or whatever. Or you maybe throw it up. <laughs> and it is uncomfortable. It's, it is. But they, it gets easier. That's the beauty. Mm-hmm. So like for me in my career, like the, the easiest thing obviously for me to talk about is my, my business because I – I'm a solopreneur and I wear all the hats, right? I'm the accountant. I'm the, well, I'm not, I have an accountant and I suggest anyone who is going to have their own business has one, but I'm having to keep all the receipts and I have to deal with client relations and I'm also the PR person and I'm also the, you know, I'm all of the people Mm -hmm. and um, that's exhausting because you tap dance and you do all the things, but the more you eat the shit sandwich, the more often you have to come up to the problem, right? Because that's really what it is. Everything comes with its own set of problems. Mm-hmm. And every time you get to the problem, and especially if you're doing mindset work or you're working on skills that and, and tools that can help you get over it, hopefully mm-hmm. the things that we're going to be talking about, it just gets easier and easier. So pretty soon you're like munching on your shit sandwich. Like it's your favorite thing to eat. Cause you're like, whatever, <laughs> this is all it is. I just get, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take it because this is, I would rather like, I would rather have this than anything else. Mm-hmm. And my that's favorite really quote, what it comes down to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. If you can be comfortable with being uncomfortable and manage through the tough times and know that you can get through it, you're going to build that momentum and build that confidence to do bigger, better things. Yes. You're going to have your own back. You're going to be able to achieve things that you never thought possible because you got comfortable with being uncomfortable because, and you're going to do, you're going to do shit that other people didn't because you stuck through it. Mm-hmm. You stuck through it. And that's why Jenna's so successful. I'm going to say that's why I'm so successful even in the corporate world because I got comfortable with being uncomfortable and I would go home and I would cry. Mm-hmm. I would just but I would find ways to make it better and we're going to talk about those tips towards the end here but I just wanted to resonate with all of our listeners that if you 
can sit with that feeling and that anxiety and all that comes with your shit sandwich and you can finish it, you're going to be a better person, a better leader, like, a do you better feel, mom, a better individual. Do you feel like when, for example, because I know there's probably some moms out there that, you know, maybe they don't feel like they have the issues that they have or the problems are, maybe they've already conquered their, their mm-hmm. shit sandwich or they've already come to accept it and they can deal with it like I do now in my business. And I have days where it just gets like, I couldn't take another bite of it. I have Mm -hmm. to go to bed. I'll finish it in the morning kind of thing. But what about like when you're a mom, like you said, you can't get away from being a parent. And when that child is being difficult or screaming or being an asshole or whatever, like, and you have just had it, Mm -hmm. like, how do you deal with that type of shit sandwich? You know, how do you, what do you do? I'm not a parent. I'm never going to be a parent. So I don't even know. Oh gosh. I have, I've only, let's I've get been... some, some support and lift up the moms here for a minute. Cause that's, I would love to interview some of my friends that are moms that have more children who are a little bit older too, or my in-laws, mm-hmm. my daughter's only one, but I have had times where I'm like, I cannot deal. I cannot you've deal. Had, you've had some big time She's been an easy baby. She's yeah. been a very easy child, but like you've been in and out of the hospital a couple of times with some scares with her mm-hmm. breathing and RSV and, you know, I'm, she's a very easy baby. But like I know like when you, we've been over there and she's in her teething phase and it's like, okay. Yeah. You know, I'm. I, I feel you have to practice your thought work. And what I mean by that is really understanding that your thought creates a feeling Mm -hmm. and if your thinking is oh my gosh this baby's gonna drive me crazy and you're feeling anxious and overwhelmed and all that you're gonna feel all of that Mm -hmm. but if you're like this is only temporary she's upset and it's just temporary this will pass I I I just know that it's all temporary Mm -hmm. and on the same note when I feel overwhelmed I ask for help there is nothing yeah. wrong with asking for help. You should never feel lesser of a person, no. lesser than a mom, lesser than anything when you ask for help. I say yeah. the same thing about seeing any kind of therapy or therapists or going to therapy or having a coach or anything like that. The most successful people in life have, have therapists and have coaches. Yep. So going back to my experience in this short year, this quick year, I've, I That's have a good takeaway though. Like, understanding that the situation is temporary and that can apply to parenthood and it can apply to your job like when your boss is all the way up your ass Mm -hmm. and that's the part like say you have it say you love your career but you have the shittiest boss Mm -hmm. and he's not enough to make you want to leave like you you're still you're okay with the flavor of shit sandwich and eating it every day but the mindset like that's a good takeaway like it's going to pass. It's not forever. And I think too, we get caught up in that. Like that's a really, that's it so important. It seems like forever in the moment. You know, when, you're, when you're pissed off in traffic forever. and you're just angry and you're like, you know, like my husband, like Jake, he'll come home sometimes and I love you, honey. But he sometimes will, uh, just like the rest of us, I do the same thing, but he'll be like, oh, you know, like this, this, and this is happening. And I'm like, but you got to see the big picture. You got to mm-hmm. see the forest from the trees and know that it's temporary or, um, figure out a way to compartmentalize that mm-hmm. and see it for what it is instead of a thorn that you always have to sit on. Yep. And I know there's going to be some listeners say, well, I'm a single mom and I don't have the help and I'm new to this job and I don't know anyone. Girl, you got to get out and get get a good support system. 
We are social beings. We yep. need to have that support. You're going to thrive in a different way when you have people who understand you and have people who you can rely on, whether you've known them for a month or your whole life. You got to yeah. have, you have to have some kind of support system because yeah. even though nothing is forever, literally, there are times where it feels like forever and you need, you need someone to Even if to it's lean just on. to talk. Exactly. Like, like there are times where, you know, obviously like I love, I love my job or I love my husband or I love, you know, but sometimes, you know, sometimes he's pissing me off or sometimes I've had a really awful day at work and I just need to blow off some steam. And so mm-hmm. I have my girls, I have you, I have my core people mm-hmm. who I can either text or call and just get it all out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'll think back and I'll be like, wow, that was really irrational. I was really kind of over the top upset, but then it's like, okay, but at least you got it out and yep. you're not sitting here stuffing it in. And then that's really what festers and makes the problems in life, which mm-hmm. is the shit sandwich worse is we don't have like a lot of times we're more isolated now with technology, right? That we don't really even have to leave our houses anymore to reach out to people. It's just either we're alone or we have this superficial I shouldn't say superficial because I keep track of some of my friendships through texting and social media, but mm-hmm. it's like a, not a real connection. It's not a... And so it feels like a lack of... Like sometimes you feel so... Lo- it feels lonely and lack of support, right? Exactly. It could be... It, it, it's too distant. I don't think it it has the same impact. Right. Like you said, we keep in touch with people, mm-hmm. but I don't know very many people who have long standing meaningful relationships on Facebook right maybe they do yeah I think people maybe date for years online I don't I don't resonate with that but it's hard to ask for like so it's easier to be I mean I have a lot of long distance friends that I can I can like but they're the people who have known for a very long Mm -hmm. time who have just know me inside it out and we can pick up right mm-hmm. where we left off but like having somebody where I can sit like with you mm-hmm. I can be like I need it like that day I came over and I was just crying and I think it was it was work related right because yeah. I don't have anybody you know you just need a person and it, yeah. even if it is just one person you have a person mm-hmm. we live so close to one another and it's fantastic that we could literally just go around the corner and you have your best friend right there and it's mm-hmm. fantastic well, but, there's no shame in ask for, asking for help, and there's also no shame in somebody who's offering you help to say yes. yes. Like that's really hard for some people. It's so hard, and it's hard at work. And it's like if you're struggling, or at home, like if I'm struggling, or um, I think there was one day you were sick. Remember when you were like sick as a dog, and you're like, I can't leave. Bring me Gatorade. <laughs> Can you bring me some Gatorade. <laughs> I need electrolytes. And, and you were missing the other day. I was headed to the grocery store and I was like, do you need anything? Are you like, I need to go there too. And I'm like, oh, what do you need? Oh, milk I just and need eggs. to pick up a couple things. I'm like, milk, you're like milk and eggs. And I'm like, okay, I'll grab it. No, 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 I'll go. I'm like, I will grab you some fucking milk and eggs. It was Chill fantastic. Out. I even posted about it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to but share it. But it makes a huge difference. I'm like, so I'm the greatest friend. And you have people who are supporting you and helping you through the tough times and Avery was teething mm-hmm. she was like I'm like you're not gonna take a crab yes child into a grocery store crab ass. and then be pissed off about it yeah you're just I would have been 
I would have been like, why am I here? This is so stupid. I should have just said it yes to the It was a day too. I just wasn't should have just mood. said yes to the help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like the guy getting hit in the head with a soccer ball. Yes. <laughs> about how it felt. <laughs> and that's exactly it. You were like, you had the worst day. I'm like, I'm coming over. <laughs> so but going, I'm coming over and I'm bringing you a present. I loved it. <laughs> so it's, it's having people who have your back to help you through the shit sandwich, mm-hmm. the shit storm and the problems too, right? Yes. It's about signing up for the problems you don't mind having. And then when the problems that you don't mind having kick your ass, mm-hmm. having somebody pick up, you know, pick you up off the ground and say, get your ass up or, you know, fine. You like, I'll be your sounding board. I'm, you know, but yeah, then somebody's going to encourage you to like be your best self again. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many good online resources and there's so many, so, so much available. And mm-hmm. I have to go back and step back to what I said earlier where you can't have meaningful relationships because I understand you can make great connections. Yeah. So let me just step back on that. You can make great connections online. You can have coaches online. You can have, you know, support groups online. There are great connections. But when we're talking about help at home, help at work, there's something powerful about having someone face-to-face and having that connection with someone, especially for a mom. And I know that's where this topic stemmed from was having help. Mm-hmm. I, I am lucky to have people to help me with my child. And when mm-hmm. I need someone to pick her up, you know, from daycare, cause I'm working late cause that right. happens. I can re- I have people I can count on to do that. And I, yeah. I really hope that a lot of people will, would have that. And then if they didn't to, to seek that. So they have the support. So they don't feel alone. No one should ever feel no. isolated and alone. It's, that would be, that'd be terrible. Well, and I think it's good I think it's just good for you to be to practice asking for help and receiving help. Yes. And never block a blessing. Like mm-hmm. so if somebody wants to do something nice for you or give you something or help you feel better or whatever, like always, you know, cuz what goes around and comes around. And yeah. I think that's a good segue into scarcity and abundance because yes. one of the things that we you know, when talking about the shit sandwich and you know, having the right mindset to overcome it is getting out of that scarcity mindset, Mm -hmm. right? Thinking negatively, thinking I got to do this because I'm going to lose my job or my child's going to hate me or that, that shameful scarcity feeling of, you know, lack, lack of, lack of love, lack of support, lack of money, all of that. We have to come from a feeling of abundance. And the best way I could, the example that I want to share is, you know, you should never make a change because you hate it. You should make a change because you want to. Right. I'll use your job as an example. Anything is going to come from. I I don't, I want to love my job and I don't have to love my job, but I can make the best of it. I'm not going to say, I'm going to leave this, this job because I hate it and it's too much and da da da. I'm going to leave my job because I want to. I'm ready for a change. Well, and the thing is, is if you leave your, if you, make any decisions because you're coming well most of those big decisions come from a pain point or a place of agony and pain like mm-hmm. you always hear stories or I started my own business because I was so unhappy at my job but it comes from it also an even bigger place of inspiration mm-hmm. and positivity because if you leave or stop doing what you're doing from the negative place that you're talking about like you just said mm-hmm. then you're just gonna that whatever that is it's probably caused by your own being that's the whole getting out of your own way thing and if you can't see that it's like you're going to take that with you wherever you go and you're not going to be able to handle that shit sandwich yeah if you just run away from that 
and exactly. conquer that and eat that sandwich, you're not going to be able to eat the sandwich because you, it's, it's you, it's not them. It's yeah. It's your thought about it and how guys. you, how you yeah. handle that situation and how you navigate through that. Right. You have got to sort through those tough times and get through them and make your decisions based on abundance. Exactly. And that's thinking I'm enough. There is always going to be enough. Mm-hmm. There's always more where that came from. And this is just, and then, then you put on your temporary and I can create anything. Exactly. That had of like, this is only temporary. And that's a big one for the moms too, because I know a lot of moms struggle, you know, mm-hmm. and I think even, even that powerhouse career women, we struggle with feeling like we're coming up short and that's a big part of that shit sandwich thing like that Mm -hmm. problem that just looms over us it's being everything to everybody all the time and you feel like you're not enough Mm -hmm. and so just knowing you know what it will pass it's not going to be forever like you were saying earlier knowing it's temporary reaching out for support and then focusing on the good again focusing on the good parts of it yep right being grateful yes that's the next thing Yes. Being gratitude. So I think the biggest thing for me personally, and I've, I've started doing this, like I do my, I'm not as good as I was at first, but the 750 words mm-hmm. that you I write out you do morning, that. It's so therapeutic, but then I had to quit for a little while because I got sick of listening to myself. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh God, self shut up. But at the end of that, I do my 750 words and then I write 10 things I'm grateful for. And anytime I'm in a place where at my, like, even just sitting at my desk, if somebody like asks for another edit because they weren't doing their job and I have to redo something and rework because there's nothing that drives me more crazy Mm -hmm. than inefficiency. And I'm just about ready to rip my hair out. I have to be like, you know what? But I'm so grateful that I have this work. Yes. You know, like I have to focus on instead of the shit (laughs) that was being flung right into my face (laughs) full on full steam ahead hot turd (laughs) I have to be like you know what there's so many other things that could be worse than this and I'm so grateful that I have this problem yep and I think about that a lot like I listen to Jeremy Scott's podcast and he always says he always says if you put your problems into a pile and everybody else around you did, you would be scrambling to take yours back. Mm -hmm. Because everything comes with problems. Life sucks half the time. And that's the way it's supposed to be. It might look amazing. Like that example that Mark Manson, the doctor, you know, oh, I want to be a doctor. Okay. How great would it be to be a doctor? Yeah, but nobody thinks about the eight years of school and the dealing with grieving families and watching people die and... Being on call... Yeah, you know, like nobody thinks about that. But if you're passionate about what you do, that's okay. That's a shit sandwich you're mm-hmm. willing to eat. And yep. you're willing to be grateful for the problems you have, right? Yep. Because you can't have the good without the bad. No. Nothing can Life be good would, all the time. There has never, to be the contrast or it wouldn't exist. It wouldn't exist. There's a yin, yin and yang. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yep. That's physics or science or something. I went to college and did that crap, and then I don't know what it is anymore, but I think it's physics, right? It's physics. Somebody, somebody write in the comments. That say it's physics or science. But anyway, we have to make sure that we're staying grateful. Like, I, I always remind my husband, and he reminds me, like, okay, but remember, you know, 
we're very lucky. Like we, we had some issues with our home build. We found ourselves complaining about it a lot. And it's like listening to ourselves from somebody else's point of view, we Mm -hmm. sounded like spoiled assholes. And I'm like, you know what? We need to be grateful for our problems. I wouldn't want anyone. I would, I want to own my shit and my problems and move on and not dwell on it. Right. You gotta, you have to accept it and move on. I think we mentioned it before. You're going to be comfortable, uncomfortable dealing with it and it's going to be uncomfortable during it. So you might as well just deal with it and move on. Yeah. Rip the bandaid off. Get it off there. And I think too, allowing yourself the time to be pissed off or whatever, like giving yourself permission to be fumigate over, like just blow off the steam. Mm -hmm. Don't beat yourself up over the fact that you're supposed to love your job or love being a parent and then feel guilty because you're resenting your child in that moment and know that it's, it's a normal thing and Mm -hmm. the problems are there for everybody, not just you. Yep. And then move on. So I think we've created a pattern for people to follow here. Yes. Yes. So it's, so the first thing about dealing with your shit sandwich is Is choosing it. It's choosing it. You choose your problems, choose your problems and then deal with them as they come, conquer them because you can do it and get support. Mm hmm. Do your venting. Give yourself permission to be pissed about the problem. Get the support you need. And like Lindsay was saying, if you have a face-to-face person, it's somebody that you can reach out to and actually sit with or have a glass of wine with or connect with or even FaceTime mom or something if mom's long distance or your best friends, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like get that connection, phone call, something. And then choose from abundance. Yep. And then making sure that place that you're coming from is not, if I don't do this or like that fear mindset that creeps in and Mm -hmm. choosing abundance and then making sure to be grateful for your problems, be grateful for your problems because it could be worse. It could be so much worse and everything's all relative. And that sucks to say sometimes you're like, fuck you. Like my problems are shitty right now. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, then go back to the beginning, give yourself permission to be pissed about it, get support come from a place of abundance, not the lack mindset or fear about it. You don't have to be in the job. Mm-hmm. You're not going to lose your job. You're not going to, your parent, your kid is still going to love you. Yes. Even though you're frustrated mm-hmm. and then be grateful for your problems. I think that is like the key to dealing with the shit sandwich with grace. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> and love, grace and love. So anyway, I think that's it. Right? I love this. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you all enjoyed listening. I hope somewhere between the rambling and the storytelling and the swearing that you can take something away or at least feel like somebody relates with you. It's somebody, just real conversation. Somebody has your back and that's us. We're yes. here for you all the time. So we will see you next time. Hit that subscribe button. Yes. Leave us a review. Yes. We would love it so much. We want to keep creating awesome content for you and, and there, coming back to you each week. The other thing I, for, I forgot to do this on the first one, but if there's something you want us to talk about or something you're struggling with or... We said some, something that you want us to elaborate on, please let us know. We would love to. Yes. Please tell us. We, we really actually want to start answering more questions or or addressing topics that other people would really find interesting or that they're struggling with. Mm -hmm. So if you have something, leave it in the comments or we'll have show notes and you can email us Mm -hmm. and give us your feedback on what you want us to talk about. 
But make Absolutely. sure you subscribe. Yes. And leave a, and leave a review. Yes. Cool. You guys have a great week. Right. Thank you so much for tuning in. Adios.